At Founders Brewing Company, we set out to create a beer that lets you embrace the unconventional. Mortal Bloom is a radiantly beautiful, hazy IPA that will wrap your taste buds with intense citrus and tropical notes of pineapple and mango. Coming in at 6.2% ABV with big aromatics and no bitterness, it's the perfect beer, if we do say so ourselves. Visit foundersbrewing.com to find Mortal Bloom Hazy IPA. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the house of hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, Tommy Dreamer and I talked to Mickey James just days before NWA Empower and NWA 73 this weekend. Huge dates, huge part of history for the NWA. We talk about it with Mickey James right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Tommy, you got to be very proud of Mickey James, especially like what we've kind of heard and seen over the last few months here on Busted Open. We had her on shortly after she was let go by the WWE, and what she's been able to do in such a short time is absolutely awesome. That's the beauty of life. Uh, door opens, door closes. We had her on this show right after she was let go in literal tears and didn't know her future, but she knew she was going to do something. And that's so, because I see her all the time and talk to her. It's so in the past when it wasn't that long ago, but just moving on to bigger and better things from her own show to uh, doing stuff with impact and just doing whatever the hell she wants to do, making appearances making that cheddar, as the kids say, and uh, just having fun and doing something that she's loved for a long time. Yeah, and now getting the opportunity to put a show like what we're going to see on Saturday together. Uh, when we get her on, I want to just talk about having her step us through, like, you know, what happened with Billy Corgan and Billy, Billy Corgan giving her this opportunity on Saturday. You're going to see her on Saturday with her own show, and then you're going to see her wrestle on Sunday as well. And... You know, it's all part of this historic NWA 73 weekend. And, and Billy Corgan really has done a phenomenal job, Tommy, uh, with this revamped NWA. He's done a great job of also creating a buzz for this show. And hopefully it pays off for him financially because, I mean, hey, it's already sold out. But the addition to Ric Flair 
and hopefully gets a lot of buy rates for him because yes, like you said, it's, he's done a very, very good job of making the NWA relevant again. Of course, uh, NWA Empower and NWA 73, uh, you can order that on Fight TV. We've done an am- amazing job giving a platform uh, to pro wrestling. And, and Tommy, I would think, too, it's got to be a bit of a struggle for somebody like Billy Corgan because you obviously want to give a nod to the past because the NWA means so much to old school fans like you and I. But, you know, it was kind of dead and buried for quite some time. So probably a lot of newer fans don't know what the NWA means and the rich tradition of the NWA. So you also have to showcase young talent. It is a balance for somebody like Billy Corgan, I would think. Absolutely. And you need that balance, Dave. I mean, I say this all the time. Championship teams have veterans, guys in their prime, and rookies to win championships it's all across the board and every wrestling company is doing that with the nwa you have that old school feel to it and that's also the vision that billy has wanted Mm -hmm. and you know all these different wrestling companies all about your vision and uh he's doing a good job with his vision of professional wrestling so uh, speaking you know, of visions and visions of beauty. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Hardcore good morning, country. Mickey. Here we are. Hardcore country. Grown ass right. woman, Mickey James. Grown ass woman. Speaking of grown ass woman, David, our episode comes out today with daddy sodas and everything. And it's amazing. I'm very excited about that. Tommy, you missed the party on call TV. Sorry. At 5 p.m. Eastern with Mr. David LaGreca, a.k.a. Daddy Soda Daddy. And I wear, uh, Tommy, and I know, I'm sure you watch Gaw TV on YouTube Every and you subscribe week. as well. Uh, let's build up those subscriptions. But yes, the latest episode of Gaw TV premieres on YouTube at 5 p.m. Eastern time. I am their guest, which I was very proud to be. We this break down NWA and power. But part of it is you got to wear what you wear to bed. So I wore to the show what I usually wear to bed. And then... You know, they drink a little cocktail, so I had my daddy sodas. I downed a couple of Bud Lights. I I downed a Trooper beer. I downed a a Broken Skull IPA. So I kind of, I got, I got into the mood doing all in his underwear. All my underwear. (laughs) I like it. I don't think Dave needs any influence in drinking uh, because it usually adds to bad things in his personal life. Mm, yes. uh, we don't want to talk about when he went to AEW and went disappearing for three days. Oh, so, uh, you know, yeah. Oh, so anyway, <laughs> anyway, talk about everything. Wait a second. 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 You can't what? just throw out allegations like that about me and just we're just going to go. To, to promoting the NWA. When everything you just said is a complete lie, Tom. Okay. <laughs> complete lie. I know, David. I know. Just like we put up a poll of you throwing, uh, not hitting, bouncing the ball. We have visual proof, but yet you're saying you uh, threw a strike. Almost. Whatever. Almost. <laughs> Almost. Right. You know what, Tommy? Enough about that. Let's get into NWA and power, okay? Mickey James is here for a reason. She doesn't need to hear this BS from you. She wants to talk about NWA and power. So let's jump right into it. Mickey, we had um, 
we've been promoting it a lot here on the show. Obviously, Nick Aldis came on yesterday. Camille, we had Genocide has, as you know from Gore TV, Genocide is my pick to win I the know. Invitational Cup on Saturday. So a lot of pressure on Genocide for that reason alone. So uh, are, are you starting to get the butterflies a little as we're getting closer and closer to Saturday? Butterflies, stress, all of the things, all of the things. We're just, you know, we're just a couple days away now. Thank you guys. And thank you so much for uh, talking about Empower and NWA 73 and all the stuff. This I really appreciate it. You know, I love you guys. Um, yeah, I, it's been a lot. It's been a lot. And I felt like I honestly was trying to get ahead of the game. So this is all new wearing new shoes, Tommy, as, as you would say, or whatever, because I was trying to get ahead of the game and thinking like, okay, so then these last two weeks will be, I can sit back and I can just like focus on my training or whatever. Cause all the things will be like, I've taken care of all the things, checked all the boxes. It's all good. Not the case, not the case at all. So, um, very excited, very stressed, but stressed is a good thing, you know, stressed in a good way. So yeah, I'm very, very excited. And we're just there's, a couple of days away. And so it's going to be amazing. It's going to be there's amazing. There's a lot of buzz going about this event, Mickey James. I also, uh, I watched the impact screener and my first note was, well, we did one hell of a job promoting, uh, the NWA and Mickey's, uh, show coming up. I no go, doubt. we need to do this for our own shows here. Uh, <laughs> because you got to see all the uh, bumpers and promotional plugs for it. It, it. it is really cool. It's a cool time to be a wrestling fan. Before you came on, we were talking about, uh, you know, you came on this show in literal tears uh, after your release and all that stuff. And I was just like, it seems like a lifetime ago because, I mean, even looking at you uh, in our little Zoom box, you're glowing. And uh, you've always had that glow. And Somebody try to stifle that glow a little bit, but your star will always shine, as I always tell you. Um, it's so far in the rearview mirror, and just like I think about you and your like exciting times that you have, yeah. And that's why, like, I mean, and you're a big proponent of it too. Like, you know, life changes in a heartbeat, good and bad, but this is all no doubt been good. No doubt, it's crazy. It's crazy when you think about that, and it just. I get, I man, don't I'm cry crying. again. Why I'm do I always not. make you cry? You cried at the airport the other day. Stop <laughs> it. it. I'm a crier. You know, I'm a crier. I did cry. At the airport. You know, it's just, I'm really passionate about it. And I think that through all the things, a lot of things um, can be taken out of context or people because they have never been in my shoes. They don't understand what it's like. You understand what it's like and, and you've been there, but your life, really depends on what someone else's opinion of you you know what I mean and so it's really cool to be able to try to take the reins and present women's wrestling and and do what I was fighting so hard for and be given the platform to do what I was fighting so hard for it's really amazing like it it, it makes me cry because impact didn't have to do any of that you know like they didn't have to they've gone above and beyond to help me because they believe in me and they love me. And we have obviously a good relationship. Um, and they wanted to see empower be successful because, you know, they want me to be successful. And, uh, and it's, it's been really amazing to see that and to see how, you know, like you said, the bumpers and like the video packages and all these cool things to be able to promote the show. That's not even their show, you know, because they believed in, in the show as a whole, um, but even like, you know, Billy giving me the platform and to be able to present this show in a way that I kind of saw it in a, in a vision or however it is, but it's just really cool. And it's cool because I don't, you know, I didn't want people to let, 
because of how things ended with WWE. I think people think that I have like this bitterness or this anger or whatever. I'm more of a sarcastic person. And if you know my sense of humor, that it's a very, I, I joke a lot about a lot of things because it's easier I, to hide my emotions underneath jokes, you know, but I just, I really wanted to do something special and I really wanted to do something powerful and I couldn't do that alone. And I think I found the right women um, to present and, and, you know, everybody's kind of come together and it's amazing. It's amazing. And it makes me cry sometimes. That's all. Because I love wrestling. You cry, Mickey. Do you realize (laughs) this one thing? And I tell you, it's because you have people that believe in you. It's not because they believe in, we believe in you. You know, I've always believed in you, but so is Scott Demore. And you have, and we always say this for every person wanting to get in the business, you need this support system. And you've had this support system. You literally had a person who wanted to blow up the WWE building when they fired you a long time ago. You have this connection with people, but you have a support system that is unlike it. It's because you're one of the best baby faces of all time. Um, you're the shits as a heel, but um, I really like being a heel though. Why don't you guys let me be a heel? <laughs> but it's all because of you, Mickey. And uh, the fact that, you know, all these heads of wrestling companies see that um, and, and hats off to Billy and to Scott. And, you know, it wasn't even me having to do my dream or prodding. It was like, Oh, for Mickey. Sure. And because yeah. people believe in you and they'll, they'll believe in your vision as well. Yeah. And you're going to be able to sit back when this is all over and be like, man, I did it. And that's when the real tears are happen. Yeah. Even though you, you just probably cry before the show, during the show, <laughs> during your match. I tell you, though, I have a newfound respect because I always, you know, there would be an immense amount of frustration sometimes that would happen with myself as a talent in conversations with my producers or my agents or conversations with the writing team or conversations with Tommy, you, who were my boss at the time and OVW, these frustrations. And then it's, oh, I have a whole new one. I sit back now because I've had to put these other shoes on and look at it, which are shoes that I wanted to put on and try on and kind of, this was, this is the next step. And as far as my, you know, whatever, how, if I want longevity in the business as itself, you know, obviously we can't all wrestle forever like Tommy Dreamer, but I, I definitely wanted to get to a place where this is something and to head up the women's division and head up a women's show and all of these things. But there's a lot of other stuff that people, you as a wrestler, have no idea that's going on. And so I have a newfound respect for a lot of those people, a lot of those people that I might've chewed out backstage or gave them my opinion and, and, and why my opinion was better. And it was still better, but I understand why they had to stick to their guns. Um, it's just, it, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of things, but um, so I'm grateful for that, you know, whole learning curve and kind of having to learn on my feet. And uh, I wish I wasn't so emotional and didn't love wrestling so much sometimes because, you know, it can make you crazy. Or make you cry on camera all the time. But at the same time, you've given us this weekend. So like, I, you know, all this hard work is going to pay off when the fans are watching this on Saturday and Sunday, they get to to see your, your plan develop in front of their eyes on Saturday. And then they get to see what you do in the ring on Sunday. So it really does come full circle and they'll be able to obviously have your, your husband be such a big part of it. And then somebody like a Billy Corgan 
who is trying to do something for professional wrestling and believes in you as well. Um, I I really do hope that everyone who's listening to this interview right now uh, gets the bundle this weekend for both shows on Fight TV. Because I know as somebody who's an old school wrestling fan and a fan fan of yours, I can't wait for what's going to take place on Saturday. I can't wait either. And, and I do, I'm so grateful for Billy and for, you know, the chance to be able to present this. And, and it was cool because I've really tried to sit back and, and look at it as a way to not only be able to use that forbidden door, but I have such a great relationship with impact and, and to kind of do some really awesome stuff over there and to present a match that people haven't seen yet that we could actually highlight and do something. And with Melina, Melina had never been in an impact ring at all before you know, she'd never even been in an impact ring. She's never gone for the knockouts championship. So this is a first time ever. I don't even think Deanna and her have ever faced each other. So that was cool. And the, the stuff on AEW and for, you know, Camille to show up there, that was huge. And, but there's also this whole thing of me going, I want to strengthen the NWA women's roster as a whole. And it's a chance to find those stars, those female stars for NWA and for us all to come together and celebrate women's wrestling and, Um, that's kind of important to me, you know, because it always goes through ebbs and flows. Like there's some real monumental moments for the women. And then it kind of goes into a lull where, you know, someone gets beat in 30 seconds or all the things. And these are just, it's always been the way. And so it's just really cool to have a place to just showcase the women as a whole. And I'm excited to try to head that up. And I hope I deliver. I need to deliver. I know the women that I chosen are going to deliver and it's going to be an amazing night. And I'm just grateful. I'm grateful and I'm grateful always for you guys for supporting me and, and, you know, daddy sodas and all the things. Um, and crying um, in the airport. <laughs> that was last week. Um, <laughs> for you, you're backstage. I'm sitting there and you got Medusa, you got jazz, you got Gail Kim, you got yourself. Um, that's quite a force horsewoman uh, right then and there. Yeah. But I think about the, the generations of like the gaps and different times where wrestling has been differently presented sure. with those. I remember straight up jazz works too much like a man. She needs to like work less like a man. And, you know, I found jazz from day one. I was just like, what are you kidding me? Exactly. Um, Medusa, her time in WWE, she wasn't, you know, it was kind of like a footnote. Uh, because the woman's title wasn't defended so much. So right. you're bringing all these people together, but also to help in the back, which is a really, really cool thing as well. Well, and that was important to me too. And and that was something, a conversation with Billy and I, where we were like, we need to have where it's a, a really like an all, there were, there's obviously going to be men back there, you know, helping with, you know, between Pat and Billy and Davari or whoever else, but the women, the people at the decision-making tables needed to be women. And I was like, well, I feel like they needed to be women who represented, you know, the generations of pro wrestling, who all overcame their own adversities, who kind of kicked down glass glass ceilings and the doors all themselves. And I remember that, Tommy, like when I first tried out for ECW, Jazz was there and I'm like, holy shit, she is a mate like she was a badass and she was wrestling you know what I mean it's like she was so dear and that was what when I first got into wrestling that was what I wanted to be I wanted to be one of the best wrestlers and not just one of the best female wrestlers just one of the best wrestlers and to me jazz was that because she would wrestle 
like the guys and she everything she did looked legit and it was impactful and it was powerful yet she was still beautiful and she was still a woman and she was a strong badass woman in a man's ring and that was like the big difference maker and i think that her i think every woman's career that i've chosen is significant and they've all broken down those glass ceilings for themselves for the generations and for people to come back and and want to inspire to be like them from medusa uh, you know, even Beth has said that that was her favorite and she was one of her biggest inspirations, you know, and, and she went through, I think we all have our stories. Everybody in wrestling has their stories and their obstacles and all the things, but it's really cool that it is like a multi, you know, generational women's kind of the, the, the road that had been paved to get to where we're at now with all of these women and, you know, uh, it's just pretty remarkable. And it's like multicultural, multi-generational, multi-badasses. And, and, you know, and I can't say enough about Gail, uh, you know, I, I love Gail so much and, and, you know, what she's done with the knockouts too, and what she was able to do with impact. I mean, it's, it's just, it's just really cool. And they're all my friends and I love them and I respect them and I respect their opinions and we're all on the same boat and the same team. So it's going to be, it's good. It's really, really good. Uh, let me ask you not to give it away, but when I'm booking all my shows or I'm doing all these things, do you have a surprise in your back pocket to uh, give the fans a bit of a freebie? You know, she's doing her weird wink to everybody. She has a weird, ugh, I hate looking at it. Um, so for <laughs> our listeners, right she's doing a bit, ugh, she's doing her Mickey James before. wink that wow. I think is disgusting. So we'll move forward. Okay. <laughs> has a surprise. Good. We'll Creepy keep going. Creepy yeah, I'm dressing up as a creepy doll and I'm coming down. Well, I like that. Dave asked well, a question. I don't want to look at it. You're legitimately <laughs> freaking Tommy out with your wing. He doesn't like the porcelain doll eye. And the funny thing is, is that Trish can do it too, but she does the other eye. My This eye winks. See? That's normal. That's not normal. Oh. That's, but she does the other one. So we would really get him with the both sides. Like he'd look and then she'd turn around and she'd get him. Or we'd be like, like, what's wrong, Tommy? <laughs> <laughs> it's, a broken, it's a broken doll. <laughs> Something wrong with their brains, these women. It's from years of bumping and being grizzled. That's probably what it is. Too many bumps. Well, Tommy brought up about a surprise, but let's talk about what we do know we're going to see on Saturday and Sunday. First and foremost, that NWA 73, your match with Kylie Ray. Talk a little bit about stepping in the ring with Kylie Ray on Sunday. I'm very excited about that. Well, obviously, Kylie is amazing. And anyone that I've talked to and I've seen, I saw her perform at the last set of tapings. And that was the first time I'd met her. Um, I think she's incredible. She's, you know, everyone compares, everyone's compared her to me in a lot of ways. And I'm like, oh, I don't know. She might be better. I'm not really. But... <laughs> Not really. I'm just saying. No, she's incredible, and I'm very excited. I think that's going to be it. It's the right match as well because you know it's it's a good like homecoming. It's my first match back in a ring in a long time, and it felt right because she's a baby face, smiley Kylie, and I know that she's going to go out there and, and we're going to have a killer match. And that was kind of what it was about was to go out there and have like a first match back that felt good. That felt good for the people that felt good for me, that felt good for her. And I think, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be awesome. 
Yes, it will. I, oh, it's uh, going to be work, awesome. I'm excited. Work with both of you and watch both of your work. It's uh, again, generational, but there are a lot of similarities, but yeah, it's going to be a really, really good match. I'm excited um, about that. Yeah. What do you think is going to be your show stealer? What do I think is going to be the show stealer? Got to remove yourself from this, of course. Yes, yes. On Empower or on NWA 73. Your show we're talking about. On my show. Oh, God. You know, it might be. I'm opening the card with that triple threat match with uh, Kylie Ray Diamante and with Chica Tormenta from AAA. It's like, that might steal the show. I mean, I know the thing is, is that there's a lot of emotion and stuff. and, And I always go off of my emotion. So it's really hard when you're doing it with a cold match. Um, I think that match is going to be incredible. And we're going to see some stuff because it's all different styles and all the different promotions and people that you haven't necessarily seen wrestle before, but uh, it's good. I I think every match is going to kill it, honestly, you know, and it depends, it really depends on where your heart, if you're more of like the AEW fan, then you're probably going to lean more towards the AEW girls is going to be the show stealer as where, whereas impact, obviously we're going to hope that, you know, the impact, uh, the knockouts championship, when Melina takes the championship from Deanna, that that's going to steal the show. Um, Tommy no sold me. (laughs) No sold me. Um, you know, obviously I think this cup is going to be really cool because it's a different style match. You know, it's, it's so different and to see who's really going to shine in there. And it's so many different women from different walks of life and some that you haven't even seen yet. Uh, so I'm interested to see how that one's going to go. Uh, I'm excited about them all. I don't know which one's going to steal the show. I hope they all steal the show. Nice. Legitimately. I really do. I hope that they all steal the show. And I hope that they all go in with that mentality that let's steal the show, you know. And Dave, uh, let me talk about two where Mickey, like not only like she said being friends or uh, Melina came to impact wrestling. And when I tell you somebody who's in her corner is, Mickey and like Mickey wasn't at a few of the tapings. She would just be like, Hey, how did Melina do? Hey, how did uh, this go? Um, Also like, because I mean, it also had a part to do with her show, but it was more for like caring about Melina and Melina's performance. Um, So it was all like that. That's the type of person that for the fans listening, she cares about her fellow human being and she uses her platform for good as well to build people up, not breaking people down. And those are people that you want to support as well as having your corner and, you know, watching her matches and vice versa, or they both, you know, will come to me because they know they'll get the honest truth of their performance. And those are the people that, especially if you're in this business or if you're a woman in this business or a guy, you need people like that. No doubt. No doubt. And I say that, you know, cause Tommy, I look at Melina and her career and everything. And I know Melina and I know her heart and her soul. And she's very passionate. She's a crier too. Um, But I I felt like, you know, especially after her knee injury and then, you know, she almost went back and then she didn't end up going back. And then she's just had a lot of setbacks, especially we all have through the pandemic and stuff. And I don't, it was never, I, I always try to remind her like those, those have nothing to do with you or your talent or your ability because you're amazing and you're a star. And we get so humbled all the time that I forget. I think that we often forget how bright our star shines. Like it's, it's 
you know, and we almost kind of downplay our successes or downplay our victories and downplay all these things because we're not supposed to celebrate them. And I just want to shake her sometimes because I'm like, you're Melina, like you're amazing and you are a star and you are a multi-time women's champion and you're going to go out there and kill it, you know? And, and I think that, you know, we all need that one person or, or whoever it is to kind of remind us that we're freaking amazing because you'll have a whole lot of people try to tell you that you're not. So, and Dave, uh, also, well, one Mickey, uh, speaking of setbacks, her ripped pants from emergence are now being sold on eBay, which is a whole other story. Wow. Um, but Dave, uh, and for our listeners, you have to remember this was a time in OVW. There was three contracted women. It was Mickey James, Jillian Hall, and Melina. And I always say this, Mickey and Jillian was my go-to match anytime WWE came down to show what my system that I represented was about. And Melina was in that mix. And because these, again, three women out of 40 dudes and had to wrestle the guys all the time. And then came the emergence where I was able to sign a Beth Phoenix and all these other women that so wanted it but had to go through so much to get there. And it's all about the story and the journey. And I agree what you say about Melina. And I didn't even know this. Lance Storm had tweeted when Melina had her tryout, I told her don't do the splits because someone would steal it. And then they wouldn't call her up because I knew how unique that would be. Mm -hmm. And she's still hitting those splits today, which uh, I would tear my groin and a lot of people would do. <laughs> Best entrance, uh, probably one of the greatest female entrances of all time. I don't care what anybody- It'll gets a pop. Still gets a pop. She can still hit those. I can't split that way. I can kind of split the other way. Not that way. That hurts me. I'm like, look at her. I'm like, holy crap. How does she do that? It's just so cool and different with the paparazzi and the red carpet rolled down. It's still one of my favorite entrances of all time, especially I for agree. a female. Because we didn't uh, like females didn't get entrances like that, you know, before. And so she it was so unique and different and just I loved it. I still love it. Mickey, can't wait for this weekend. Of course, NWA Empower from the Chase in St. Louis on Saturday. NWA 73 on Sunday sold out, but doesn't matter because all you need to do is go to Fight TV. Get the bundle so you see both Saturday and Sunday right. with the NWA. And you know what? Also, Tommy, and I know you'll be watching at 5 p.m. Eastern time tonight when we do a preview of NWA Empower on God TV. Tommy, I'm a few daddy sodas in. We get it out of the way. We get it out of the way early, and then we do a great job breaking it down. So make sure no everybody doubt. all of our predictions, all yes. of the fun stuff. That was so fun. Yeah, we had a next we time, had a Tommy. Blast. You're gonna come. I know you were busy. You were too busy oh, yeah. for us, but I still love you. I love and you we'll too. We'll save time and we'll and we'll drink water with you, Crystal Light. I drank a half a Stone Cold Steve Austin IPA the other day. A whole Did half. You? Yeah, a whole crazy. half a can. Did you put a straw in it? I checked myself into rehab right after, but uh, <laughs> Mickey, uh, thank you so much. Good no, luck this weekend. We can't wait to watch it. I can't wait. And I appreciate you guys so much. I love you. Thank you, James. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. 
The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. The legend of Cayman Jack is just around the corner. Mixed with blue agave nectar, real lime juice, and cane sugar for the perfect balance of sweet, salty, and sour every time. Discover legendary taste with Cayman Jack, America's number one margarita. Premium flavored malt beverage. Please drink responsibly. All registered trademarks used under license by American Vintage Beverage Company, Chicago, Illinois. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.